You're listening to Kyle Warren. Today, we have lost a legend. Today, we have lost one of the true giants in broadcast history. Rush Limbaugh today passing away at the age of 70 after his battle with lung cancer. And folks, what can be said about Rush Limbaugh? Yes, he was a legend. Yes, he was a pioneer in the true sense of the word. He opened doors for broadcasting, perhaps like we've never seen and may never see again. But today we mourn the passing of a legend. Stay with us, folks. All right. Welcome, everyone, around the globe and across the net. Kyle Warren with you. And it is a pleasure to be with you here on this Wednesday edition of the program. It is Wednesday, February the 17th, 2021. I wish that it was under different circumstances, however, as uh, we got the sad news earlier today that Rush Limbaugh, Rush Hudson Limbaugh III had passed away at the age of 70 after his battle with lung cancer. And uh, folks, you know, as a broadcaster, as a commentator, you know, I can't tell you the influence that uh, Rush had on me uh, personally. I know he's had such an influence on so many others, uh, many of my colleagues. Uh, I know, of course, even Captain Matt Bruce as well, uh, and uh, Sean Hannity, others on down the line everybody's going to have some kind of story of how rush limbaugh influenced them got them interested in broadcasting to begin with perhaps but also helped to point the way coalescing uh, the ideas of conservatism and doing it in a way that was so far and beyond uh, what other broadcasters had been able to do up to that point, and certainly those on the left who tried and failed, I don't know, countless times to try to replicate the magic of the Rush Limbaugh radio show. And uh, so today, of course, folks, it's with heavy heart and much sadness uh, that we uh, that we talk about the passing of Rush Limbaugh. And on this, by the same token, though. I think Rush Limbaugh, uh, Rush would be so happy uh, again, and he, I think he was able to experience a lot of the outpouring over the last year after he had made that uh, uh, that terrible announcement that he was, in fact, battling uh, lung cancer. Uh, he was able to receive, I think, a lot of that love and a lot of that adulation and just uh, having some idea of the impact that he's had. Uh, but I think he would, of course know that the torch is going to continue to be carried uh he would know that the 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 things that he uh that he said and did and the way that he pointed the way um is not going to be going to be forgotten anytime soon um and again i think rush limbaugh he loved this country he never gave up on the promise of america he never gave up on the promise of the individual and uh, for being on the air for over some 30 years 
you know, he saw so many different things happen and coming out, you know, coming on the heels really of uh, of the Reagan years and so forth. Um, he was able to really uh, show what conservatism is all about, what American ideals are all about and how to get into that marketplace of ideas and mix it up. And he took a lot of incoming. There is no doubt about it. He took incoming about his views but he also took incoming about his appearance. I mean, can you imagine how horrible people were? And I remember a lot of the insults and so forth that were that were directed to Rush Limbaugh. Um, and it just it it's just um, horrible to uh, to think about. But so many went after him because of his weight in the early days. I think primarily because. They couldn't compete with him intellectually. They couldn't compete with him on in that marketplace of ideas. And Rush Limbaugh was able, I think, to coalesce things, uh, to distill things down to their very uh, most effective elements and communicate them to a mass audience and be able to take on the issues of whatever era we're talking about, whatever day we're talking about, whatever decade we're talking about, and be able to cut through and find the the, the truth uh, in there. And uh, so again, a lot of people, they just, on the left, they could not compete with him. They couldn't compete with him ratings-wise. They couldn't compete with him enthusiasm-wise. And I think all of that, of course, is uh, very evident and uh, so many of us as i mentioned earlier i think you know I, I i wouldn't be where i am right now if if it wasn't for rush limbaugh um it, it it's just that simple and i think if you talk to a lot of other folks they would probably tell you exactly uh the same thing in one way or another not in terms of trying to do imitations of rush and and everybody i think to some degree has you know been able to to say oh that sounds you know they think of it in their head this sounds something like rush might say that kind of thing but again there was only one rush and there was only uh, one, you know, EIB network, basically. And uh, but I think he would be very proud um, of the outpouring that uh, he is receiving today. I think he would be very happy that people are re are remembering him so well. And yes, I know that there are the detractors. I'm not even going to go there on stuff like that today. I don't think it's really um, uh, edifying at all. Uh, some people I, I know are. Uh, are um, uh, you know gleefully talking about all this and so forth but you know what that's that just demonstrates exactly what rush was talking about this entire time and when we come back we're going to hear some of rush's own words back from 2009 when he spoke to the cpac group on uh, the cpac uh, gathering where he talked about what it means to be a conservative and what kind of people conservatives are and the idea of 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 liberty individuals making their lives better individuals finding that you know the opportunity in our land and following that because that's what we're all about we're all about empowering the individual it's not about controlling the individual it's not about making everybody into a cookie cutter of each other this kind of thing and that kind of unity, that kind of expression is just lost, unfortunately, on the left. But it was, it was so well articulated uh, 
by Rush Limbaugh. He will be missed, absolutely. Will he be remembered? Well, absolutely, of course. When we come back, we'll hear some uh, quotes from Rush. Stay right there. You're listening to Kyle Warren. If you're a veteran looking to file for your service-connected benefits through the Department of Veterans Affairs, don't go it alone. AMVET's highly trained service officers stand ready to walk you through the process at VA regional offices around the country, helping you to navigate the complex VA system free of charge. With new presumptions for Agent Orange exposure and other conditions, AMVETS can offer you the advice you need to finally receive all of your earned benefits. In 2009 alone, AMVETS helped process more than 65,000 claims and appeals, securing more than $410 million in benefits. To find your nearest AMVETS service officer or to learn more, visit AMVETS.org. Hey, I'm going out to buy those shelves for the closet. Oh, will you pick up 800 lumen bulbs? Honey, I love you, but 800 more flowers? You'll give the neighbors a real reason to think we're wacky. <laughs> Not flower bulbs, light bulbs. Come on, Dad. Lumens tell you how bright a bulb is. Our 60-watt bulbs give off about 800 lumens. We can replace them with new 800 lumen bulbs. Bulbs just as bright that use much less energy. So, we'll save money. Yes, and we can use that money to increase my allowance. Right. <laughs> Wise guy. Worth a try. So, you got that? Got it. No tulips, no watts, 800 lumens, and more savings. He got it. Lumens, the new way to shop for light. Learn more at energysavers.gov. That's energysavers.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Energy. After a long, hard day in the rough-and-tumble world of politics, open a tall, cool Kyle Warren show. Ah, that crisp, refreshing taste. That smooth style. That effervescing attitude. And without all that other stuff that can, well, bog you down. Helping to put back what the daily media assault takes away, listen to The Kyle Warren Show weekdays right here on this station and visit the website at kylewarrenshow.com. I'm Ron Edwards, host of the Edwards Notebook. Class is in session with the professor of politics, Kyle Warren. Yes, it is, and thank you very much, Mr. Ron Edwards. We're going to hear from Ron a little bit later on in the program with an Edwards Notebook today, of course. And folks, welcome back to the uh, program. Don't forget you can go to kylewarrenshow.com. That's kylewarrenshow.com. There you can find me on Facebook. Parlor's back up, so you can find me on Parlor at Kyle Warren Show. You can also subscribe to the program. Check out my video pick of the day. All that right there at kylewarrenshow.com. And we keep going up and up and up, folks. And uh, for one reason and one reason only, and that is you, the listener. Uh, we wouldn't be here without you. And uh, we really appreciate your support of the program. We appreciate uh, people uh, sharing the program on social media. And if you like what we do here on the program, uh, we do consider that you uh, ask rather that you consider uh, subscribing to the program and sharing the program on your social media to tell others about the show. And of course, if you want to send me a message right there at 
at kylewarrenshow.com. You can do that um, as well. You can listen to the program. And, of course, a quick program note, I will be a guest later on this evening on the Captain's America Third Watch radio program with host Captain Matt Bruce going out along the Salem Media Group of stations, also along the GCN network as well. Go to kylewarrenshow.com for links to listen live to the Captain's flagship station of AM860, The Answer, right there in Tampa, Florida. And, uh, of course, the Captain and I will have a complete update of all of the day's uh, political events. And, of course, we will be talking about the passing of Rush Limbaugh, reaction and uh, talking about Rush and his influence, I'm sure. And of course, taking your telephone calls as well. I know we'd love to hear uh, your um, your thoughts about Rush uh, over the years and his passing. And of course, our, our prayers uh, go out to his uh, wife, Catherine, uh, who made the announcement earlier today on Rush's program. And uh, so uh, uh, thoughts and prayers to his wife, to his loved ones. Uh, it's a very difficult time, uh, of, of course. And uh, so we just uh, pray for their their strength, their well-being and uh, and for peace. Uh, but again, it's even if you can see it coming because of the illness and so forth, uh, it is a very, very difficult time. There's no doubt about it. And uh, so our, our best wish uh, just go out to them and our empathy, our condolences uh, go out to them um, as as well. Um, okay, so yes, Rush did pass away from his battle with lung cancer. Um, and uh, again, it is uh, uh, it's it's it still hasn't really set in. Um, and uh, again, um, Russia's influence, I don't think can really even be quantified. I, I really don't. Um, I do think that he had such a way about him. Uh, that uh, he was again able to uh, to to see through and 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 quite frankly, you know, uh, and a lot of times you know through humor because he was extremely funny. Uh, there's no no doubt about it. He was able to find the humorous aspect when, especially when you're talking about so many of the absurd things that the left has done over over these past decades that he was on the air. Um, and even reaching back into history and so forth. But in terms of contemporary political talk, he was able to, to in many, so, so many times, use humor in order to, uh, to drive the point home. And, um, you know, uh, again, I think he had a lot of competition for that on the, on the other side, as it were. Um, but they were never able to replicate it. I, I remember, um, this is many years ago. I don't remember the exact year, but it was a while back, right? Um, they had tried this radio network basically, basically called Air America, uh, and it never went anywhere. Um, it just was, it, it was never able to duplicate or come close or make a dent into what Rush had built in, not only with the EIB network in terms of his program, 12 to 3 every day, originally, uh, or not originally, but it, you know, as he, the program grew, broadcasting from New York and so forth. Uh, and then, of course, he went to Florida. Uh, but, um, but 12 to 3 Eastern Time every day, uh, five days a week, um, you know, not only the EIB, the EIB network as it was commonly referred to, but also. 
all the other radio personalities, conservative talk radio that just blossomed as a result of Rush Limbaugh. Uh, I mean, I, again, I don't think you can you can uh, overstate um, his his influence and how he was able to to uh, literally sort of create this uh this this brand basically uh, or this this uh, this uh, this method of of um, of talk radio and and what it what it evolved into um so again you know just uh, there's so many different rush stories so many times you might be driving along and rush would say something and uh, or or you know you just be listening as you're doing your work at your office or if you're driving a truck or if you're out uh, working the land or whatever it is you might be doing um and rush would say something and it would become um a, a point of conversation um and i think he brought a lot of people together in that way someone would come to do work for you and uh, suddenly you there's you know you, oh you heard this rush say this or they might be listening to rush in their office and then you have a common point of connection and and so it, it again uh, he just permeated and he and you know he made it look easy is i think what i'm getting at um never at a loss for words um never without a great comeback um talk to callers callers love to talk to rush um it, it was just all so evident he took a lot of as i mentioned earlier a lot of incoming there's just no doubt about it and he did it with grace he did it with uh uh you know he, he realized why why they were doing this right and um it never it never slowed him down it never slowed him down um and then when he had the issues with his hearing um a lot of people were just so surprised that that he had been having this issue because he had continued the radio show took callers but couldn't hear what they were saying and had to read it was being transcribed and so forth and yet still was able to do that and of course he had ended up getting the cochlear implant um and uh, was able to uh, was able to uh, to resume somewhat of a normal hearing uh, from what we understand um but still somebody who just persevere persevere through the uh, uh through through adversity like that um but again rush had a few things to say and uh, well of course more than a few things to say. i was gonna say a few things to say at the 2009 cpac uh meeting um where he began to define or made a great great speech where he defined things about conservatism, what conservative thought is all about, what conservative people are really like. Let's listen in here just uh, briefly. Then on the other side of the break, we'll continue with it a little bit more. We're going to spend a lot of time with Rush today. I've got a couple of other things to talk about, but let's hear what what Rush said here uh, because i do think that it's so important um to uh because there's so many different rush clips i mean there's obviously 30 years of of clips and so forth but um but again he was so good at bringing together the idea and focusing it where it was simply you couldn't avoid it anymore let's let's listen in um i want to tell you who we all are in this room I want to tell you who conservatives are. We conservatives have not done a good enough job of just laying out basically who we are because we make the mistake of assuming that people know. Well, what they know is largely incorrect based on the way we are portrayed in pop culture, 
in the drive-by media uh, by the Democrat Party. Let me tell you who we conservatives are. We love people. When we look out over the United States of America, when we are anywhere, when we see a group of people such as this or anywhere, we see Americans, we see human beings. We don't see groups, we don't see victims, we don't see people we want to exploit. What we see, what we see is potential. We do not look out across the country and see the average American, the person that makes this country work, we do not see that person with contempt. We don't think that person doesn't have what it takes. We believe that person can be the best he or she wants to be if certain things are just removed from their path, like onerous taxes, regulations, and too much government. There you have uh, Rush Limbaugh. And when we come back, folks, we're going to hear more from Rush from his uh, speech back in 2009 to CPAC. Stay right there. It's Wednesday edition. You're listening to Kyle Warren. Hi, folks. This is Kyle Warren. A short time out, then back with more. So stay right there. Hi, folks. This is Kyle Warren. Stay tuned for the Edwards Notebook right here on the Kyle Warren Show. One has to wonder, are the Democrats setting the United States up for either a civil war or foreign invasion? Hello, I'm Ron Edwards on today's page from the Edwards Notebook. Historically, the only way communist dictatorships have been overthrown has been either through civil war or foreign invasion. Now that the Democrats control the executive and legislative branches, they have embarked upon a full-throttle effort to fundamentally transform the United States into a pedestrian socialist dictatorship. Democrats, with the help of a few spineless Republicans, are pushing for the passage of House Bill H.R. 1. The hell-related legislation would allow all illegal border crossers to vote, ban voter identification, allow individuals to vote as many times and at as many polling places their little hearts desire. H.R. 1 would also place total control of all election proceedings under the ruling party. Thus, it would allow the cheating Democrats, to be in control forever. The 7,000-page H.R. 1 bill would officially open the door to killing liberty and justice for all. We the people must band together and take our republic back. So help us God. If not, forget about it. I'm Ron Edwards. Check out the RonEdwards.com. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. Listening to Kyle Warren. All right, welcome back, everybody. Kyle Warren with you. Welcome back. As we continue uh, racing through and rocketing through this Wednesday edition of the uh, program, and we are taking some time today, of course, on the program, as we should, to talk about Rush Limbaugh and his passing, his influence, um, and uh, just, uh, you know, uh, the all-around, just the all-around impact that, uh, that this, this man has had on broadcasting, on conservative thought, 
but also on American values, ideals. And right before we went to the break, we were hearing a little bit of rush from the 2009 CPAC meeting and um, where he said, look, we look out around uh, out uh, along, you know, the, the America and we don't see groups. We don't see victims. We see people who can who can succeed. If you take the things out of their path, like the onerous taxes, like the like the uh, too much regulation, all those things. These are the things that don't change, folks. They don't change. They uh, onerous taxes and regulation don't suddenly get better and 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 make our lives better because Biden is now president or because um, Nancy Pelosi is the speaker or because the Democrats control all the you know the uh, the uh, executive and and legislative branches of government. Uh, it doesn't change. It doesn't suddenly become, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's let's have onerous taxes. Let's have more regulation. Let's have these other kinds of things that are that are confining the people, that are keeping the people from being able to do their best. So it doesn't change. It it is really an an an, an, an immutable idea. I mean, it's a, or rather, it's a it's an idea that just that just. Um, you, you can't morph it, you know, but unfortunately, and this is part of the, this is part of the, um, uh, of the, of the, of the, uh, attack mode of the left in this country is the idea that, oh no, well, we just got to soften it down. We'll just have more, we'll call it Democrat socialism. We'll, we'll call it, uh, you know, and we'll have Bernie Sanders and he'll be, look like this kindly old guy who can just say, you know, it's finally, we're going to have free, um, uh, you know, free college and free healthcare and everything will just be free. And it's, look what happened in the Soviet Union where you could join the, the orchestra and, you know, oh my gosh, you know unbelievable someone even back then back in the day in the 80s right at the height of the cold war you know okay well you can join the orchestra oh brother you know but to water it down soften it up make it look like hey you know we just haven't tried this yet you know we really got to try it now and and this kind of thing well rush limbaugh was was pretty good at showing that nope these things don't change over time Let's go back and listen to a little bit more of Rush from CPAC back in 2009. We want every American to be the best he or she chooses to be. We recognize we recognize that we are all individuals. We love and revere our founding documents, the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. We believe that the preamble of the Constitution contains an inarguable truth, that we are all endowed by our Creator with certain inalienable rights, among them life. Liberty, freedom, and the pursuit of happiness. Now, 
Those of you watching at home may wonder why this is being applauded. <laughs> we conservatives think all three are under assault. want to tell anybody how to live. It's up to you. If you want to make the best of yourself, feel free. If you want to ruin your life, we'll try to stop and make it because it's, but it's a waste. We look over the country as it is today, we see so much waste, human potential that's been destroyed by 50 years of a welfare state, by a failed war on poverty. Again, more from Rush Limbaugh here in just a moment. But again, he's saying so many great things that uh, we need to stop and comment here for just a moment. But I'm telling you, folks, uh, the idea again, he doesn't conservatives don't want to tell anybody what to do and how to live. But uh, again, provide those those uh, building blocks and the clear path. Maybe that's even a better way of stating it. The clear path. Uh, so that they can be successful, so that they can live to their potential. And that's why it's so important. Um, And yes, the ideas of liberty, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, they are under assault and have been under assault for quite some time because in order to affect the control of people's lives, whatever form that may take, um, you have to knock those those things out that are talked about in our founding documents by the founding fathers. You have to knock those things down. You have to make it uh, almost, um, you know, a, a, a bad word, basically. And, and we've really witnessed, and this was back in 2009, so here we are in 2021, and we're really witnessing, again, a group of, of political uh, people with a certain political thought on the left, which seem to really believe that if they can simply control your life, the energy you use, uh, the words that you use, uh, the health care that you receive, um, the whether or not you can defend yourself in a world that has a lot of bad actors in it. Um, you, maybe you can't defend yourself, they believe, because they don't like the fact that you might have a firearm in order to defend yourself against what we have seen time and again, not only on large scales in terms of large scale riots that we witnessed all throughout last year or last summer, um, but, uh, the rise in crime, the demonization of the police, the calls to defund the police. We've seen what's happened now in Minneapolis. They're trying to, oh, please bring the police back. And I tried to say, and I know Captain Matt said, and I know that others, uh, in the industry, Sean Hannity and others said, look, you, you know, if you destroy the police departments, and demonize them out of existence or make it so hard for them to do their job, they're going to quit. 
A lot of them have quit. A lot of them went into retirement or quit, went somewhere else. They're not going to come back. You're not going to reconstitute police departments overnight when the obvious thing happens. What's the obvious thing? Crime will go up. People will be hurt. Uh, property will be damaged. The uh, area will become unlivable in so many different respects for decent people who want to live a good life, work hard, raise their families, do all these things. It will be gone. And we warned about that. And now we start to see those kinds of things happening. And you can't reconstitute it overnight. Um. So, but again, what Rush is talking about is so important, so very important, and uh, what he has said over the last thirty years, and um, you know, it, it's it's really something um, when we do think about how, and I don't use the wrong word here, but the, how simple the ideas really are, in in the sense that you know, if we don't guard them, if we don't guard the ability of people to make something out of their lives. Uh, if we don't guard the ability for people to say, look, I I have opportunities, I have tools, and, and should there be opportunities for people? Of course there should be. And you might say, well, Kyle, the but the Democrats are always talking about opportunities and, and creating uh, this and that and what and whatnot. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing, over the last 50 years, I think you'd be hard pressed to say that the Democrats are creating some kind of opportunity um, when in reality, the Democrat Party elite seem to want to make sure that certain groups, certain uh, certain uh, gatherings of, of people and so forth, that they just kind of stay in the same spot and they will talk about fighting for them. But to the Democrat Party elite, they know they're just offering an illusion and just over the last four years, we've seen so many good things happen for different groups, African-American community, Hispanic community, and so forth under the previous administration because those onerous taxes and regulations were being taken away and because people were being seen as people and not some group. Stay right there. You're listening to Kyle Warren. This is Chicago-style hot dog here. I'm not feeling too good. Turns out, along with all the other bad things my cholesterol does, they say it's a risk factor for strokes. Strokes? Sheesh. Good news from National Stroke Association. Exercising, eating right, and asking your doctor about medicines that can help lower your cholesterol, like statins, may reduce the risk of a first stroke. And if you've already had a stroke, it's even more important you lower your cholesterol. Lower your chances of stroke by controlling your cholesterol. Visit stroke.org today. Hey, John, I just heard you got a new computer. Congratulations. Thanks. It's the coolest thing. What will you do with your old computer? I don't know. I guess I'll just throw it away. Well, my company just bought new computers, and we decided to donate the old PCs to a place that gives them to local schools. You could do something like that. Seriously, who would want a three-year-old computer? Hey, it might be great for someone else. Computers can be refurbished and reused instead of ending up in the trash. By passing it on, you can help the community and the environment. If you're replacing your company's IT equipment or you're finished using your personal computer, pass it on to a local organization that accepts computers. To learn more, log on to epa.gov slash pass it on. This message was brought to you by EPA, Dell, Intel, HP, NEC, Philips, and this radio station on behalf of EPA's plug-into e-cycling partnership. EPA does not endorse any commercial services or products of these groups. For information on all partners, log on to epa.gov slash plug-in.
In sports, five games were featured in hockey action last week. Every year, millions of people rely on portable generators when they lose access to electricity. But some of them don't understand that a portable generator's carbon monoxide emissions can kill if their generators are used indoors. So we're here to clear the air. Always take your generator outside, away from windows and doors. When you take it outside, you distance yourself from the dangers of carbon monoxide. For more safety tips, visit TakeYourGeneratorOutside.com. Have you saved a life today? We organize a blood drive at our school. My blood type is O. They really need that. Have you saved a life today? I have cancer, but I make sure all my friends know how important it is to give blood. My blood helps heart patients or accident victims. Have you saved a life today? No, but today, someone's blood saved my son. The American Red Cross. Call 1-800-GIVE-LIFE. You're listening to Kyle Warren. Welcome back, everybody. Kyle Warren with you. Welcome back as we continue racing through, rocketing through the Wednesday edition of the program. And I do want to point out, uh, I, I, I think that, again, Rush, he loved his country. Uh, I, I, I really do think that um, he demonstrated it time and time again. Um, and when we say now, following his passing that rush limbaugh loved america some will even try some will there will be some that will try to even twist that kind of statement rush limbaugh loved america rush limbaugh loved his country um and they will try to twist it in the following way i think they'll try to twist it to say well he just meant white america or he just really meant uh you know uh the america for the rich or you know they'll they'll come up with some kind of thing racial economic whatever it is no rush loved america as you love america as i love america as captain matt loves america um and that is we love the american people you just heard rush say conservatives love people well of course we do of course, conservatives love people and the American people, they are diverse. A lot of different people, different walks of life, different ethnicities, uh, different cultural backgrounds uh, to one degree or another. But everybody wants to come together, even people who've come here from a faraway place with sometimes very different cultural backgrounds. I've met them. But they become U.S. citizens. They become they become an American. And this is the only place in the world, as far as I can tell, in the history of planet Earth, where people can actually come and do that. And they become something that is, um, um, it, is it is defined, but it is also undefined uh, to a great degree. And that's because they, but the, the, the core principles are what unite us, the love of freedom, the love of, love of liberty, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and the ability to enjoy these inalienable God-given rights that do not flow from a 
somebody's pen because a group of people sat around a table or an oligarchy or a junta or a dictator or anybody can sit around a table and say, these are your rights. And here we are. We'll write them down. And these, these are your rights. And of course, if we wrote them down on a piece of paper and gave them to you, we can erase them off that piece of paper. By the same token, we can just erase them because it suits us kind of thing, right? That's what's different about becoming an American. And whether a natural-born American citizen or someone who's become naturalized, as they say, we're Americans. And that, my friends, I believe that's the America that Rush Limbaugh so dearly loved. That's the America that Rush Limbaugh literally fought for every single day on his radio program. So many people say, oh, Rush was trying to divide people. Well, no, of course not. He wasn't trying to divide people. The people trying to divide people are quite evident, I think. Um, People who believe that their only claim to fame in terms of political prowess, political um, uh, power and so forth, um, influence is because they pit one group against another. And we've seen, especially in the modern, uh, the latter half of the 20th century and now into the 21st century, uh, we've seen, we've, we've seen the, the beginnings of goodness in so many ways. Go back to Martin, Dr. Martin Luther King. Um, and the I Have a Dream speech, civil rights. Um, that was the beginnings of something so good in this country. And in so many ways, you have political elite that have continued the divisions. Because if we could realize that dream of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., then the political you know, influencers in that sense, they would be out of a job, Right. But the America that Rush was talking about, the America that I believe Rush Limbaugh loved, encompassed all of that. It encompassed civil rights. It encompassed the ability for people to be judged not on the color of their skin, but on the content of their character. You know, it's I I think and this is why I think that CPAC speech was so important is because, again, he was saying, look, we need to define who we are, as he said in that time in this room, because the narrative gets hijacked and the narrative gets, you know, um, you know, put away onto and, and, and formed and, 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 um, and crafted by somebody else. Why is that? You say, well, of course, well, they, they don't want there to be the influence of treating people kindly, of treating people equally, of, of making sure that we see past the color, we see past the culture in, in many respects, and we come together under those, those core principles I was just talking about. And if we do that, then the people who are dividers, well, they're out of a job. You know, instead, what do we get? We get people who are trying to pit people against and cancel people and the cancel culture and all this stuff that absolutely gets us nowhere. Well, you know, it gets them somewhere because they begin to to ruin our, our history 
And our history is has warts and all. That's an old expression, right? You know, we, we look at our history. Our history is there, warts and all. When I went through school and when I went through college, it was it's all there. It's all there. But, of course, again, you have people that want to simply divide us, simply um, keep the chaos going so that they can uh, get some kind of political advantage out of it. And we saw we saw this probably the ultimate expression of it in the 2020 election cycle. And now you've got President Joe Biden signing all these executive orders. Uh, you've got cancel culture on overdrive. Uh, it's it's really something. I, I mean, even to the point where if you come out and say, well, maybe this is, you know, you've got to have some forgiveness for people if they make a mistake and this kind of thing, uh, then they could cancel themselves. It, it never ends. And unfortunately, unfortunately, um, it doesn't seem to be um, anywhere, um, the end anywhere in sight. But here's what I will tell you. Because we will continue because of people like Rush, and especially because of Rush, and and what he said, what he did, the way that he pointed, and so forth, because we'll keep talking about these core values of life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, and yes, love, love for the American people, however, whatever they look like, whatever their cultural background, the love of the American people is going to best at some point in the future. It will best the designs of people who want to divide us, who want to make us feel um, that we can't be unified. All this talk of from President Biden about uni- unity and all this kind of stuff. Uh, <clears throat> pardon me. He's uh, he doesn't even. I don't think he means a word of it. To be honest, uh, I think these are just terminologies that he uses because he he thinks that well, you know, people were uh, mad at Trump in his tweets, and so I'm going to talk about unity and this kind of thing. I don't think they want unity. I think they want control, and that is anathema to the bedrock conservative American values of the individual being able to better themselves to take opportunities and be able to thrive in this country so folks you know we've spent the the show today talking about rush and i i i I think it's exactly the right thing to do on the next program i've got other uh news stories to talk about and so forth i had a couple of things about biden today uh but i gotta tell you i'm glad we spent the time that we did talking about rush I'd love to hear your comments. You can go to KyleWarrenShow.com, send me a message. You can find me on Facebook, of course. I'm on Parlor at Kyle Warren Show, and I hope to hear from you. And, of course, we will see you on the radio tonight with Captain Matt Bruce, live at 2 a, 2.05 a.m. Eastern Time, 11.05 p.m. Uh, Pacific Time. Go to KyleWarrenShow.com for links to listen live to AM860, The Answer. We'll see you there. Folks, Everybody out there around the globe. You're listening to Kyle Warren. Take care out there.